Scott with stlfire.com. Final day's report, November 30th, calling this podcast at HIV spread in Africa and the United States via vaccines. We're going to cover some evidence that's pretty overwhelming. It appears to be the same playbook and the same players for this global depopulation program. So when I was researching the spread of HIV in the United States and Africa, I came across this book. And the title of it is AIDS and the Doctors of Death, an Inquiry into the Origin of the AIDS Epidemic by Dr. Cantwell. And the foreword was written by none other than John Rappaport, who is a famous investigative journalist that goes after the corrupt healthcare system. John Rappaport, nomorefakenews.com, bookmark his site. He's still just an amazing investigative journalist. So let's go on to read what Dr. Cantwell went on to say. 35 million people worldwide have died of AIDS. And granted, I'm not sure when he took the, or when he wrote this, so it could be much higher. And millions more are currently infected. How did AIDS start, he asks. My research suggests HIV entered the gay population via an experimental hepatitis B vaccine that had been contaminated by a chimpanzee virus. This vaccine was administered to gay men in preliminary trials shortly before 1976 and 77. And during the actual hepatitis B experiment, 1978 through 1980 at the New York Blood Center in Manhattan. And I saw a documentary on this as well, pretty wild, but it gets weirder and more nefarious and wicked. When I was diving into what happened in Africa, this Dr. Robert B. Stretcher talks about how HIV was predicted and planned or projected it sounds exactly what happened today with Fauci, how he predicted we're going to have some sort of pandemic during Trump's administration. And then the funding is in the research, the illegal research tying back to Wuhan lab through our own government is just, it's undeniable, this gain of function research. Dr. Uh, David Martin dives into that as well as uh, many others, but let's listen to what happened in Africa and how even the London Times reported about how a vaccine actually is correlated with the spread of HIV, my friends, in Africa. Let's listen. What does that say? That says, let's make a cell, let's make a virus, sorry, let's make a virus that selectively inhibits the T-cell system of man. And of course, what is that virus? That virus is AIDS. So, is it a mere coincidence that we now have a pandemic of a T-cell-destroying virus, which was, in a sense, predicted. Predicted. And here, requested. Requested. Growing in Africa and the United States. Predicted and requested, right? Fauci predicted Trump was going to have to deal with a global pandemic or some sort of major issue, some sort of outbreak. <laughs> and then we funded it, like I said. Unbelievable. It's the same playbook is my point. Now, this question was addressed partially in an article written Monday, May 11th. So the New York Times, he does not cover the headline. Smallpox vaccine triggered AIDS virus. Smallpox vaccine triggered AIDS. AIDS virus in Africa, supported by the World Health Organization. He dives into it. 1987. And in that article, in the front page of the London Times, 
which addressed the question of, was there an association between the WHO vaccine programs in Africa and the outbreak of AIDS? Their conclusion was the following, that there was an association. What the story goes like this. Supposedly somebody had been hired by the WHO to investigate whether or not the WHO vaccine programs in Africa, the WHO meaning the World Health Organization, which were the WHO vaccine programs which were responsible for eradication of smallpox in Africa, may have been a contributing factor to the spread of AIDS in Africa. Evidently, a researcher who has remained anonymous, is afraid to reveal his name, was hired by the World Health Organization to investigate that study. He did a study over a year or two. He wrote a report. He submitted it to the World Health Organization. The WHO was paid, and that was the end of it. A year or so later, he walks in to the London Times and throws the report on Pierce Wright's desk, who is the science writer at the London Times, and said, if you really want to know what's going on with AIDS in Africa, here's the answer. That article was the impetus for the printing of this story, which said there's a correspondence between the WHO's program in Africa and the outbreak of AIDS. As far as we know, this has never been discussed or addressed in this country. And I find that particularly interesting as to why it's never been addressed in the United States for the following reason. A quote in that, in that article on Monday, May 11th, was from Dr. Robert Gallo. Sound familiar? the reported co-discoverer of the AIDS virus, who said that this was an interesting and important hypothesis. An interesting and important hypothesis. Well, if it's interesting and important, how come nobody's addressing it? Obviously, uh, in a sense, the answer to that might be, if you made AIDS, would you tell anybody? Of course not. If you made AIDS, would you tell anybody? If you made HIV, would you tell anybody? And Dr. Gallo, sound familiar? I think he's the one that started warning people, don't take this vaccine, it's gonna spread it. Maybe he has some inf inside information on this. He has a history. It's an interesting hypothesis that should be looked into further. <laughs> the person that so-called discovered the HIV virus. Good night. The next video I want to show is a mercenary who was hired to spread HIV slash AIDS through Africa via a vaccine. This is pure eugenics, pure depopulation, pure eradication. And what I think has happened, they've been trying to test out this vaccine bioweapon warfare, depopulation warfare before they rolled it out to the whole world, my friends. So let's listen to what this mercenary goes on to say about what they did in Africa. Operations, what are you doing? Well, the Afghanistan operations, we were involved in uh, coups taking over countries for other leaders. We were involved in Mozambique, uh, spreading uh, the AIDS virus through medical conditions. We were involved in uh, Angola with Dr. Jonas Salombi for various operations. We got military support. So uh, people were killed during these operations? Oh, definitely. We you mentioned that. Can we no, I, I just do the question again and then you can come in? Yeah. You mentioned actively spreading AIDS? There was a unit in my, uh, from Simon that uh, one of the things was that we went into African countries 
And how was that done exactly? Through inoculation. Through vaccines? Yeah, through vaccines. Pretending to inoculate people and the type of things. The idea, idea being to kill black people? Yeah, to eradicate black people. You must understand the concept was that AIDS was a killer. It was incurable at that point in time. So it was led to believe that if you infected people, it was the it was the quick, non-militaristic um, approach to eliminate bad people. And that is something you know for a fact that AIDS was actually being yes. spread to yes. other countries, yes, to African countries. Before we continue with. It's the same playbook, my friends. Create the fear and then vaccinate people. And I think it was the podcast that we did, Vaccine Madness 2.0, that we showed a bunch of articles on how vaccines actually sterilized women of Africa. I think one country had 500,000 women between the ages of 16 to 45 sterilized. I think it's happening now with COVID-19. And so I'm going to prove that with a couple articles. Just I'm just going to read the headlines. Some COVID-19 vaccines could increase risk of HIV, researchers warn from the New York Post. Here's another one. COVID vaccines destroy natural immunity to make people dependent on booster shots. UK Health Security Agency reveals. That's Christianity Daily. This is all backed up. This was mainstream news from the scientist. I'll play it. You know, I played it a couple times, but we cannot forget what he said. We found recipients of the Pfizer vaccine have five to six times lower amounts of neutralizing antibodies. These are the gold standard antibodies of your immune system. And so it's destroying your immune system is what it appears. And NPR had that article on the last video that we did that said, the hospitals are full and no one can understand why. It's just, it's just a bioweapon. It's an HIV type weapon. But let's listen to this researcher who I guess is pretty well known. So the key message from our finding is that we found that recipients of the Pfizer vaccine, those who've had two doses, have about five to six fold lower amounts of neutralizing antibodies. Now these are the sort of gold standard private security uh, antibodies of your immune system, which block the virus from getting into your cells in the first place. And so we found that that's less for people with two doses. We've also found that for people with only one dose of the Pfizer jab, that they are less likely to have high levels of these antibodies in their blood. And perhaps most importantly for all of us going forward is that we see that the older you are, the lower your levels are likely to be. And the time since you've had your second jab, as that time goes on, the lower your levels are also likely to be. So that's telling us that we're probably going to be needing to prioritize boosters for older and more vulnerable people coming up soon, especially if this new variant spreads. <laughs> I think the big question too is the people that you've known that have had multiple vaccines, just watch them, watch what happens to them. Watch to see if their cancers come back. Watch to see if they have blood issues. I'm just telling you, from what I've seen, that is the case. So the key big time. So it's the same playbook. Um, found some more articles. Fauci botched the AIDS epidemic so big pharma could profit this article. It goes on to say he's doing it again with COVID. 
So during the AIDS epidemic in the 1980s, Dr. Anthony Fauci discouraged the, and prevented inexpensive treatments of AIDS, sound familiar with ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine, and focus exclusively on AZT. He's doing the same thing today with COVID, focusing on highly profitable vaccines and ignoring potentially safe and effective treatments. This is from the burning platform. And this whole thing ties into eugenics. And I think it's even deeper than eugenics. Those that survive, they're going to be tied to the internet of things that we've talked about. Body is the temple of God. It's defiled. So they can cut into your free will. They can cut into your thoughts. If you think about the great reset, I mean, this is just three-dimensional chess beyond belief. So let's read this article. Eugenics was also supported by Nobel Prize winning scientists like Jonas Salk, the discoverer of the polio vaccine, and Herman Mueller. mRNA vaccine eugenics and the push for transhumanism. The worldwide rollout of mRNA vaccines is part of a much larger agenda that encompasses eugenics and transhumanism. This agenda is being funded and promoted by a network of global institutions, politicians, and billionaire technocrats. This is from the United States Patriot News. Dot com. So good night. I mean, this is wicked. Dr. David Martin, I mentioned this in the previous podcast that we did, but let's not forget, Trump calls himself the father of vaccine with Project Warp Speed. And in September 19th, 2019, he went on to sign an executive order that allows for technologies that include DNA, messenger RNA, virus-like five particles, vector-based, and self-assembling nanoparticle vaccines all within the, the guise of fighting influenza that supposedly disappeared. So this is just a plan to mess with your DNA, my friends. And Dr. Martin, as I mentioned in the last podcast, but I think it's important to say it again, that Fauci said Moderna is the savior of the world with COVID-19, even though they have not produced a product or a vaccine until now. And the Moderna was funded by a grant called Darwinian Chemical Systems Grant in the grant language in a post-extinction event. I think that might be Planet X coming in. But ultimately, the reason why they want to jack your kids is this mRNA, and these are their, their words, will rewrite DNA to restart human evolution again. I'm sorry. I was created in the image of God perfectly. I don't need my DNA rewritten. So there's nothing experimental about this. And it's why there's an assault on the kids and they want to resurrect the human race. So the big question is, are, is this vaccine the extinction event or is there something else that's going to be coming in like Planet X, like I'm thinking, or is it a combination of both of them? Funding that actually started Moderna. And you don't know what the funding that started Moderna is because nobody talks about it. Because the funding that started Moderna was the National Science Foundation grant called, and I'm ready to deliver the bad news to you, Darwinian chemical systems. That's where Moderna comes from. And let's go back and take a little time machine journey, 22 years in the past. Let's jump into that grant application and let's ask the question, Darwinian chemical systems. Hey, Dave, why would somebody want to invent Darwinian chemical systems? Well, let's read it, shall we? If we open up the grant and we read the grant, it says that in a post-extinction event, Anybody comfortable? You guys all good with? Excuse me, David. What what did you just say? Post-extinction event, as in E L E, which we mentioned Monday. Post-extinction. Very interesting. Post-extinction events. 
In a post-extinction event, we want to see if we can get mRNA to write into DNA the code to start human evolution again. Erica, what did he just say? I think he's talking about an extinction event where we couldn't possibly resurrect the human race at some point once most of it is wiped out. That's exactly what he said. Great catch on that one. All right, we'll go back to the video. That's the 10-year grant that started Moderna. So every fact checker at PolitiFact and Reuters and USA Today and every fact checker anywhere in the world overlooks a very inconvenient reality. The inconvenient reality is Darwinian chemical systems was to use RNA to write into the DNA of life. And now you're told, oh, no, 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 Dave, that can't happen. The thing we inject doesn't write into life. Except for the fact that the 20-year funding record of the company that's actually doing it proved that that's what happened. Is anybody uncomfortable with Going after your DNA. They're going after the temple of God. This is a battle between Lucifer and Christ. I'm sorry, but that's what it appears, appears to be. So compliments to the Wrench Show. So we have a great book with a, you know, endorsed by John Rappaport that talks about how AIDS slash HIV spread throughout the homosexual community. And there's evidence of it being spread via a vaccine. Then we even have the World Health Organization supposedly hiring somebody. Then this person that researched whether the vaccine was causing HIV spread in Africa dropped off the information to the London Times. They wrote an article linking the vaccine program to HIV spread, and even the finder of the HIV virus itself said this is an interesting and a hypothesis that should be researched further. And then we have a mercenary flat out saying, yes, we spread HIV via vaccine in Africa. Then we have Dr. Fauci having the same playbook where he did not allow certain treatments for those people with HIV. Same thing happened with COVID-19. And lastly, it was predicted that HIV would happen. And same thing happened with COVID-19 predicted. And even a step further, it was funded. So let's bring this home. Eugenics to controlism, the technocracy. So the t taking our lead and our inspiration from work already done by the Rockefeller Foundation, our foundation actually started Gavi by pledging $750 million to something called the Global Fund of Children's Vaccines, instrument of Gavi. Interesting. Almost 10 years after that meeting, Gates Jr. co-hosted a meeting with David Rockefeller to discuss population reduction. That was in the Wall Street Journal. Population reduction. Bill Gates, Moderna, and Eugenics 2.0. This article goes on to say one of the COVID-19 vaccine manufacturers most talked about in the media is Moderna, a biotech company co-funded by Robert Langer, a researcher and inventor at MIT. In 2013, the biotech startup received $25 million in funding from DARPA, the Defense Advanced Research Project Agency, a research arm of the United States Department of Defense, and an organization well-known for ruthlessly pursuing dystopian transhumanist technologies such as implantable nanoparticles and bio-brain interfaces. More on this later, the article goes on to say, 
Noteworthy is that the U.S. government through the National Institute of Health appears to have a financial stake in Moderna vaccine thanks to the contract signed by both parties giving the NIH joint ownership of Moderna's mRNA vaccine candidates, according to Axios. We just heard Dr. David Martin talk about Moderna and how it was the grant was written. <laughs> I mean, folks, this is genetic Armageddon. So everything I do ends or starts with scripture. We got to tie it back to the word of God, what's going on in these times. And I just wanted to keep this one simple. I think this is a war on the temple of God. 1 Corinthians 3.16. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. This is a war on the temple. It's a war to kill you. If it doesn't kill you, if you survive it, then it's a war to tie you in and jack you into the internet of things to mess with your dna sky with sj wellfire thank you for your support you know we're supported by you god bless hopefully this was a blessing 